With the first few minutes of each generation of blue, a gleaming light of hopeful antiquity shone over the surface of the buildings in the city, as if to be answering the subtle sentiment of settled mortar as each building relaxes into a formation given only to understanding by its foundations alone. Blue, shy and uncertain, pulls eddies from the wind as her current form naturally attracts what positive ability matches within her own frequency. As if the dust of Caldera could settle the west of the city, aching to be let free from its humble carriages. Broken pyres and a knock on the floorboards below swept the untethered Soma, of which only the gorgeous could see, and yet, and yet, and yet. Dream, for there, you will learn what you are able. The plaque outside of the nameless building etches for a long moment. Only enough for a passing citizen to barely see from the corner of their vision. Long enough to have them turn their head not long enough for them to be certain there was anything to see except the same blank plate they had seen a million times before. The city turns pulses inward toward the square only along the streets and never the roads, though if any one person were walking upon them, they would not notice especially where the circle road meets the ominous end of the orange grove. Blue peeks up on a scene high above even the tallest trees in the city, the hair on her arms crawling if only because of speed with which it occurred, and the strange amount of pressure it swept into the air like the vacant calm before a storm. The absence of sound causing a disturbance only the birds seem to understand. King Cobra beside the letter fountain, in full display of the fear it would be instilled in those that could see its tail twisting and coiling as if by some devious motivation be received in trembling from the sheer immensity of its soma. One frightful moment, reasoning with the light as it noticeably shifts throughout the day. The words, at least, began to line up when the dove flew. And there you are, searching for something fell like lost between them. At least where it is very dark and someone else has reached out. At your favorite shop for the exact same product you went there for. Kismet and blushing are they when at the time each word would fill the silence and keep the conversation from its never world. The arches of the plain rise from within the grasslands to form an arc of wisteria, 
somehow filling the space with a scene so desolate it could inspire from the pulses below the plane a chorus of pulse, ripping, dropping through both the forest and the city in tandem. Ancients converge in groups of threes. With threads tied to their index fingers, they brace trees between themselves as they each place a pulse in the bark of a tree, tuning eyes between them. Somehow, when Blue was lost in the forest, her soma bore a static in the trees. The static, collected like wave lines, drew together to form a sort of reflection of her soma's presence in the forest at the time. On either side of the static soma, a slightly lighter blue than any of their generations, the yellow and green ancients, brace the energy with their soma which displaces the density of pulse releasing from the roots of the trees creating a buffer for the soma to have plenty of space to move without interfering or interference from the pulse around them. Ink from deep within this soma draws out of the trees as green and yellow place one pulse at a time into the roots below, calming the soma. It begins to recognize its own shape as if noticing its reflection in the sea of soma surrounding. Almost as quickly, the green and yellow ancients shift their soma slightly, sensing the upshift in strength of the being between them. As the city begins to acclimatize to the settled buildings, a few objections arise from not only the citizens, but the loudspeaker as well. Ignored by those that implore them, these objections take up sparse space like twining beaches and a tire from an old bicycle. To speak of bliss here might be less honest than to think of thoughts ignored, the knowledge it allows, even when all the street lights in the city spot do across their lowest signal. And never anything ignored, while the gleaming light incurs such reflection upon the glassy surface of the signal, blinding in a softness, only a match for the buffered soma as it begins to wake and releasing the hollow memories of its past reflection. While the ornithologist classifies the various types of bends in a flamingo's knee, Guy notices a hindrance in blue and immediately finds a block for her for safe re-engagement. Once her pulse is able to flow, her soma quiets the hair on her arms as she absorbs what little information she is able to visualize in what she gathered from this scene, almost subliminal scene. 
expanding. Force begins to breathe with its skin as if to bring itself into configuration with what the way lines have sent through the eyes, bringing accordance with what lives in the branches and the ancients alike. Not one moment lost in the books underground as the pulses collect into funnels, domed upon beakers and fluted glass containers, while this expanding and contracting motion massaged what the skin had over-contained. The sound of grasses, eye, the wind, the same as the sound of the skin moving, as the sound of seas basking upon their chasms bridged not with but counting gaps ascertained. A seeping from the plain, collected underground as the tree of proposal curls its roots inward as if to protect its filling room from spilling its shelves and books, and last but not least, to keep the squishy thing from inverting itself and drawing any dust from its withered pages. respectfully dented and naturally wilted bed of irises at the end of their season stood tall, delicate and giving over of spring to summer, as if a season inside itself called the weeks into a harmonized blossoming, dreaming only of what it is to share intimately one's most personal emotions, leaving only the pain of loss behind. Not a name spoken on the wind, not a name spoken on the wind. Blue spun in various shapes dances as light as tiptoes, upward momentum quicker than the pause quickens. Also, every pace of pulse to passionately relieve the day, every quirk in place before the Saturday fell. Water skimmers laid upon the surface of the lake, seeking refuge from some strange sort of soma, moving about the water as if to avoid something while keeping out of each other's hair, they see to skate along the surface as if a drippy pot remembering the motion of bumper cars slowly going around a track with marathon tandem. Pass a message alone one by one, while our constellations intersect. Each of these bodies holds the same direction, each of these movements mean the same thing, and where the skimmers, still waiting for the next moment on which they will make lighter the water beneath them. Hold on onto this form of soma, let find your feet one day, as there it will show you what the water was hiding. In that moment, you could not look away. Respectfully doted upon, a cassowary brought blush to a linden seed. If but a tree in the forest could blush with such its eye asunder, to imagine such a smile upon the bark of a tree, it might get less respectful from such a rouge. And if there too is a part of it that might need an older branch to lean on, let it lean on or into as once. There could only be a stone to represent such things, unseen, yet deep and calling unknown, 
and unheard words into the vast landscape of the forest. The momentary blushes of wool before they condense and cool within the grasslands making their way toward the wool cyclops. As the weight of its feet shake the ground slightly, not one petal could be seen moving underneath the street from the fountain, while every ember waited as cool before the smoke would draw its wings from sulfur. A dark sky turning what should have only occurred as a solitary miracle became the deposit of a blade of scales, though only such violence would turn an image upon the skin as those arms which held soft the yearning jaw. Yearning jaw. There was a yearning jaw? And what of the dark sky? What meaning would it bestow, except as finding such a depth, pool itself into clarity, the depth itself, displaying what time had hidden, never once worth the words. Sudden frequency, a drop in pulse, like a safety pin. The cassowary seized around, if only in Soma, searching with its eyes around the movement, to find what stillness truth could afford. Of course, its beak did not even open, and only a few feathers ruffling would show any sort of agitation brushed off with its wings. Its seething were not for anger, but for warmth, as it pushed the cold air around its body away. Turning her milk carton to its opposite side, Blue found said milk carton to show a curious puzzle. If not for the likeness, she would have said it were curdled. However, only the counter below was showing any sign of delay. A slight man with a fur coat bent over the edge of the seat next to him, and before Guy could return from the restroom, spun the milk carton in such a way that the puzzle was again facing away from Blue and disappeared out the door as Guy sat down next to him and placed a pack of cigarettes on the counter between them. The warning label stopping fast, any hint of explanation Blue had to set out between them. Silently, Blue looked up into the mirror behind the counter for only a moment before taking a hold of Guy's hand, staring at the puzzle on the other side of the carton as if only to know its completion in a simple gesture with barely an even thought of either of their somas. Holding each other together as if their hands clasped held everything they ever needed. Only the sound of a jukebox behind them playing a song neither of them paid any attention to holding together the conversation in the room around them together. Tag with the liar. A crow stands sweltering in the summer heat on a chain link fence looking over the teenage boy watching his younger brother while another one who stands docile on the ground gathering materials for nest making. The clearest day, really, my dears, was not about the beers, but he goes.
Not all the citizens were sensitive enough to pick up on the Soma woman's dream about the city at first. They fought, often as demons, with a nerving substance given off from the apothecary. Better than fighting the wrong ones which had trapped vapors from the olfactory and visual corporation in order to save a diamond in the rope. Is not an own basket but one with him red hair? If only but a beard could have white wings and shafts with teeth. They would sit at intervals, forgetting what they did not need to do, slowly releasing pain by only doing what they could see in their somas, and when that was done, they could find the roaming soma as it turned about and through their forms, remembering again what it is that means to see. Their thinking became what they thought about and what words they spoke had not ire or ill. Often they would notice as if old Soma would disappear completely and they would be free to move, as if the space they occupied were one ion the same with the space around them. Purpose. Were their projections only made for what they missed? To be closer, and the handbasket were unbreakable. Water in the lake catches falling objects as they slowly sink, dispelling all fears of possession and loss. A pristine moment catching the light, as with sudden clarity, all wearing the spells that carry deep. written and produced by Kate Madera, with artwork by Rachel Amber Longo, and music by Human Nature. Have a passer upon his time.